we have to, first of all, we have to start with our website. You have to take, you have to strip everything back from what you're looking at. You have to look at your website and you have to go through it. Now, I've always said that it's difficult for those of us who have lived this business to be a consumer of this business. It just is. I, you ask me, oh, Sean, what's it like to buy a car? You don't buy cars the way I buy cars. Right. It's just, that's it. I walk into someone's office. I say, that's the car. He says, this is the Complete price. I down. leave. <laughs> that's it. I, I, yeah, I'm a huge lay down. And, and my wife, my wife hasn't left her house to buy a car in 15 years. Yeah. So it's, it's to her and me, I can't be that person. So what I would say to you is do your best, put the cap on and go to your website. Go to your website and just see what happens when you hit the homepage. You got a bunch of pop-ups from chat companies, people trying to do bullshit that you don't know about, that you don't really understand what you signed up for. So you need to start there and then from there, drill in. Find the car of choice. Go through an SRP. Then go into a VDP. See how many calls to actions you have on your VDP. If you have more than three, you have wasted your time and your deal and your client's time. Stop. You need a phone call, an email, an inquiry. That's it. We can move on from there and we can get people where we need. Um, Michael, when I was in Canada in September, speaking in Toronto at, uh, at that event that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. um, I asked the Canadian dealers, I said, guys, how many of you are willing to sell a car over the phone? And of the 25 or 30 in attendance, zero raised their hand. Zero. And I said, then why are we talking about digital retail? Why would anyone even bring that up to me? You're not even willing to sell a car over the phone when you have the utmost of control the utmost, but you want to let them pencil their own deal online without you and then get to the sale of a car? Absolute garbage and nonsense. So start with your website and understand that it's it's simplified. It, offer the customer a text and an email or put up on your price. This price is the actual price you can buy it for. Or stop talking about price and start putting things on your website that talk about under one hour at your home, in your office, without hassles, but then you have to live it. Then you have to live it. And all it takes now, uh, Michael, you've been doing this a long time. You sold cars, right? So you have a evidence manual, huh? Everything, evidence manual. Look at me, customers. Oh, he's so funny and cute. Now you have social effing media, dude. It's yeah. a living evidence manual. I yeah. sound old and maybe I'm, my th- I celebrated my 39th birthday over the weekend. So I guess maybe I'm getting oh, old. Happy and- birthday. Thank you. In car years, I guess I'm like, what is that? Like 150, right? So, um, but here I am wondering why I, if I, my wife said it to me on a road trip, she, we, were, we, were, we were in a cool part of Kentucky. And she said, babe, what do you think about just going somewhere, finding a cool dealership on the cliff of anywhere, by the way, loves British Columbia. She said, just anywhere, find the coolest dealership we could find and just go back to selling cars, create your brand, use social, use your podcast, have fun and just sell cars and have no hassles. I thought to myself, whoa, how much fun would that be to sell cars with a CRM, <laughs> with maybe a BDC doing all my hard work for me, uh, equity mining tools to dig out all the shit I couldn't dig out for myself. Because again, I'm a guy who literally was calling out of the phone book to get his training in, in 1998. These are not jokes. Yeah. This is a real life. Right. And if you've ever called Mr. Adams at seven o'clock during dinner, you will learn the lesson. <laughs> you will learn how difficult prospecting can be. So um, I just, I wish we would take better advantage of it. So get a good customer one time to go through your great new process, one time to say it on camera or put a post out about it. Like that post, take that post and share it and then let the rest start taking care of itself. But, but you guys, you got to simplify it. You got to start asking yourself, how do you work normal leads that come out of the dealership? Forget digital retail. What do you do right now with a phone up? Is the first thing you say, hey, your presence is your best leverage. Because if it is, then just hang the phone up. Because I don't care and they don't care anymore either. Just hang the phone up. But then stop spending money on getting ads and getting dollars because you've just, you've wasted my time and your money. 
Let, so, let's not even get started on the phone call thing because I've listened to some phone calls the past couple of weeks dude, that could skin a cat. Dude, you brought it up, all right? You brought it up <laughs> on the post, and then I mentioned you on yesterday's show, and I said that I cannot believe because I want to throw up. When I was a GM owner, I, I couldn't listen to calls unless I was shit faced drunk because I, I because I, it's the only way that I wouldn't feel even worse about myself just be drunk on the couch like. Okay. Well, all right. And then I'm mean, hopefully forget that drunk, hopefully forget, oh. wake up the next morning and not kill someone at the viewership. But oh my no, God. I, it's just, we spend so much money as general managers to drive traffic, to get people into our funnel, but we don't understand our funnel. We don't understand how to take care of it. So then I just, I don't understand why we spend money. So my crusade for the last seven years in my business has been to stop spending money until you understand how to do what you need to do to sell cars. Yeah. That's the next and, and it's funny because if, if we wanted to boil it down into its simplest form, it's like, get out of the customer's way. And and mm. what I mean by that is like right, right at the phone call, like CTAs on the website, like you bring up the website. Um, it's funny. We did a we did a little research study here internally where we looked at uh, and I'm going to give you I mentioned transparency before the call and I'm going to like, you did. Just, yeah, like so transparently. Our data set was 20,000 leads. We looked at 20,000 leads over the course of six months. <clears throat> Submitted via dealer websites, Mark? Submitted via dealer websites. Okay. Um, specifically on on websites for clients that are using our technology solution. Okay. Just over 70% of them, like 71.6% of them were all ask a question. That was the CTA they clicked on, ask a question. Okay. And when we dug into that 71.6% or whatever it was, what we identified is that ask a question actually ended up being a really nice catch-all for pretty much everything. Ask a question. Do you do financing? Yes, we do. Ask a question. Do you take trades? Yes, we do. Ask a question. How much will you give me for my 2010, you know, Subaru, whatever? Ask a question. And and so to your point where it was like, hey, have three. if you have got more than three CTAs, that resonates with me right out of the gates, but you don't. You have live chat from here, live chat from the left side of the screen, 17 then, CTAs, make my deal, get my best price, finance, the, you know. Michael, and that's assuming that, you, I don't know about you, but right now I'm on my laptop doing this interview with you because it's the best way for me to see my setup and everything else. Mm-hmm. That's on a, That's on there. Imagine it on this. I know. Go through, go through your buying funnel on your website on one of these bad boys yeah. and come back to me and tell me that shit ain't broken. Cause if you're not, you're not paying attention. Cause and this then none of those things speak to each other. Your live chat provider that's cannibalizing all of the leads to begin with isn't and slowing your site down like crazy considerably isn't, isn't referencing your website as the source. It's saying, well, no, we took a hundred percent. We got a hundred percent of those leads. That's why they're not clicking on those things. Well, no, you were just cannibalizing the leads in this weird workflow that just drives it. And that's why insane. guys like me have to dig into GA and say, all right, GA, what traffic did you bring me and who converted that traffic from where to what? Right. So that you understand it. Um, but I, I feel like dealers get so because they hear the tech, they get nervous and they go to a 20 group or they're on a call with the OEM and the OEM's like, you have to do this to survive. It's the only way. And you're just like, no, fuck, don't listen to them. What do they know about selling cars? They're wholesalers. So don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you never let your used car wholesaler tell you how to retail units. I have no idea why you allow it on that besides the aforementioned franchise agreements. But come on. There's got to be a better way forward than just listening to the co-op or OEM-based stuff because these tools, I've said it a hundred times, I'll say it a hundred more. In six months from now, assuming all this shit ends right and we go back to normal, whatever, 
Uh, these tools are going to look like Kmart front lots. They're going to be empty, vacant, weird, unsellable buildings just sitting on dealers' websites that people don't know about and no one really gives a shit about. And that's unfortunate because this should make the future easier for everybody.